when I tried to commit suicide, I took 14 NyQuil pills. Wow. And um, the reason why nothing happened to me is because I texted my god sister and my best friend. I was like, you know, saying my goodbyes, basically. And my god sister called my mom, and my mom came into my room, and, you know, she's like she was with me the whole night to make sure that I was okay you know and the reason why I would laugh at first is because after my dad really made fun of me he's like you try to kill yourself with NyQuil like you know and that really hurt me and um like I covered it up with laughs but it hurt me because he didn't see how much how much pain I was in Emily, can you share your full name with us and what you do for a living? And even throw your age in there because (laughs) I definitely thought you were. (laughs) Um, My name is Emily uh, Maria Delgado. Um, I'm 24 years old. uh, And at the moment, I'm in between jobs, but I do housekeeping and um, work with my father. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Do do you have a religious background? Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in a religious home? What does that look like in your life? Okay, well, I grew up Catholic. Um, I didn't really go to church growing up, just like, you know, holidays, uh, Christmas, Easter, those type of things. Um, I didn't really start going to Sunday school until, like, I was... 10 years old um, when I started doing my classes so that I can have my mass for my quinceanera. Um, And yeah, I had my first communion, my confirmation, all that stuff that is traditional with the Catholic community. But I never felt in place there. Mm. Why why do you say that? Uh, I felt anxious always going to, like, uh, ever since I was... I think as, as 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 much as I can remember, I had anxiety just like to live my life, just like always thinking that people are staring at me or people are judging me, um, what I was wearing. You know, we were Hispanic family coming into like a mostly white church and it, it just felt out of place. Hmm. <laughs> How long have you been walking with Jesus today? Well, I want to say fully walking with him two months possibly i uh, i was saved in in february 2019 but and i went to life group but i was still living my life my on my own terms uh going out to parties you know um when i was 19 i ran away from home uh, that's like 2016 i would say and for two years i was controlled by my uh, my ex, who was very toxic to me, and um, what do you mean by controlled? Um, it's a good question. He was hurt by the church, so I was controlled in that aspect. Like I felt like I always had to agree with him, as far as like you know who God was or if there was a God, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I also, um, I really liked to smoke, and he didn't think like that was a good thing he's like no we can only smoke on the weekends or this this or that um or like you know he always had my location he even when I went to my mom's house he was like you know um 
where are you at? What time are you coming? That kind of stuff. I know I did my wrongs as far as like I hurt him. You know, I cheated. I um, I was looking for affection that he didn't give me, and I tried to break up with him multiple times, but the manipulation and narcissism um, really shined bright when when I tried to leave. Can you give us a little bit of more insight um, uh, to your life before Jesus? Obviously, I know you went through a couple of things, but can you just share some of those things? Yeah, of course. Well, um, growing up, I felt like I was in a very loving family. I know I knew there was problems like I could tell like a vibe like um my dad would come home late my mom would make him food you know that kind of lifestyle and my mom was always serving my dad but um when I was in fourth grade um I had a very big birthday party we had a trampoline in the back and I was so excited to bring my friends you know I invited a neighborhood friend his um um, his whole family came with him and they lived down in the street. So my family and his, like, we were like a whole new big family together. And for a year we would be always going to parties and stuff like that. The reason why I'm saying that is because my father cheated on my mother with my friend's mom. So that, that really hurt me. I felt like it was my fault and I felt like, I did something wrong for inviting them over and just for being a child, you know. Um, but yeah, after that, um, my father and my mother split up and there was, my mom really tried to be with him again, but you know, there was some violence and stuff like that. So I, that's kind of what really led me to see what relationships were. And, um, you know, it's not their fault. I forgave them, but um that's that's what imprinted in me, you know, when I was a young kid. And then I was uh, sexually assaulted when I was 13 uh, from um, a guy that I only met one time before. And, you know, I was very trusting as, as a child growing up. Like, I didn't know, like, that there was people with malice and, like, people just, like, looking for something from you. Uh, so the second time that we met... Um, uh, I said no, you know, to to doing anything, but he convinced me, and that is sexual assault, that is rape, and yeah, after that, that's when my sexual promis promiscuity really started, and um, I was seeking validation in people, and, and I, I was like, I have something more to offer now, you know, I have something more, like, to keep somebody in my life, and you know, that was not the right way to look at it. Um, but I know that now. Um, and that created a lot of loneliness in me. I felt like I was carrying around other people's problems. Um, I tried to commit suicide when I was um, 14. And well, Why did you try to, obviously you, you already had gone through a lot, but what was going through your mind in that time of trying to commit suicide? Yeah. And what did you do mm -hmm. to try to commit suicide? Well, um, it, it's hard to get back into the, the, what was going through my mind because yeah. I'm free from it, yeah. but I was very, very anxious. Like I remember walking through school and people would ask me what's wrong. And I'm like, nothing's wrong, you know? And they're like, you look worried. And I'm like, 
like it showed on my face how anxious I was. Um, and, and then the depression came with that. Like I just felt really lonely and I felt like the friends that I had around me were only my friends because I had known them since I was a child, but not because they really knew me. Um, um, so that created a lot of loneliness in me. And um, I would have moments where I was alone in my room. Um, I don't think I mentioned this, but I tried to self, like, no, I self-harmed a lot. Like when I was 13, 14, I cut myself on my wrist a lot and I tried to feel something. Like I tried to, to feel or fill a void and that, that never worked for me. But um, that also created a lot of anxiety. Like I wanted attention. I wanted people to pay attention to me, but I never got that from people. Um, and, and that really hurt. So um, I think it was me trying to get attention that one night where I was alone in my room and I just had, you know, I was just so like so much darkness in that time. Like, so the only way I can really describe it is like a tornado in your head of thoughts and just evil, <laughs> you know, just like, like, that's how I can, like, you know, dizziness, like that's, that's just how I can, because my head was not in the right space. And you, so you proceeded to cut yourself? I, uh, yeah, I would keep cutting myself. Well, well, when, when you tried to uh, commit suicide, it was through cutting? No. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry if I laugh, but, but, um, the reason why I'm laughing is because, um, so I, I, the, when I tried to commit suicide, I took 14 NyQuil pills wow. and, um, the reason why nothing happened to me is because I texted my god sister and my best friend. I was like, you know, saying my goodbyes, basically. And my god sister called my mom, and my mom came into my room. And, you know, she's like, she was with me the whole night to make sure that I was okay, wow. you know. And the reason why I would laugh at first is because after my dad really made fun of me, <laughs> he's like, you try to kill yourself with NyQuil. Like, you know, and that really hurt me. And, um, like, I covered it up with laughs, but it hurt me because he didn't see how much how much pain I was in. Yeah. And they came from hard, hard backgrounds, you know. They were first generation here in the United States. I'm, I'm first gen here, like, born in the United States. And so their parents, you know, were mean. <laughs> so, um the fact that I even wanted to kill myself being here in such a great place, they were just like, you're ungrateful for that. And the reason why is because I was so sheltered. You know, my, my parents tried to protect me so much that I didn't know how real the world was. Did you ever share with your parents about uh, the sexual abuse? No. Um, the first time I met that guy, um he came to my house and a neighbor had seen him and told my mom. So after that, she didn't trust me and she took me to work with her. But then a year later, she trusted me enough to stay home and um, you know, that happened. But I never, I never shared with her um, because I never felt like I had uh, that deep of a connection with her. Um, I remember in high school, like, um, I have a younger brother, he's four years younger than me, but, um, 
I remember the dynamic between the three of us was we would get our food and go to our rooms. And, you know, we didn't talk at a dinner table. Like, it was just like we had our, our own lives. So that really shaped for me my relationship with my mom. You mm. know, she tried her best, and I could see that. And I love her for that. But um, I wanted more, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, we're children. We we want more from our parents. Yeah. Know? Well, I, I, I also think you deserve more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did your relationship develop from there? Uh, you've gone through sexual abuse. There's this tension between you and your, and your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, where did it go from there? Well, I graduated high school. And, you know, I I was grateful, you know, for the No Child Left Behind Act because that's why I passed um, high school. Like, it wasn't even because I was skipping a lot, her her bad kid. I was just so, so anxious and so shy. Like, it was a part of my personality that I would fail classes because of that shyness. Um, But anyways, um, excuse me, I, I... I I passed and I graduated and it was a great time. I went to college and college was not like high school. You know, um, I had to do a lot of things on my own and being first generation, it was hard. It was very hard to even deal with that anxiety. So that's when like I had met my toxic ex and you know, I chose him over school. And that really like strained my relationship more with my parents. They're like, you know, you're over here like skipping class just to go hang out with this guy, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. So it just got more worse and worse. Yeah. Um, and then they bought me a car and that's when um, I, I decided, I started to basically choose him more and more. And um, that's when I ran away because they caught me skipping class and lying to them and um they took my car and you know I was like you know what that's it like I'm leaving I'm running away um and I told my mom to her face I was like this doesn't feel like home anymore and I, I regret that I regret that a lot because um it really hurt her and I think that's why I, I said that but um but yeah my mom really still tried to have a relationship with me even though I left I think that's the reason why I came back you know I thank her for that all the time. Um, but um, my dad completely cut me off. Um, he didn't try to have a relationship with me. Uh, I had to be the one to reach out to him until I left my ex for, for good. And, you know, he, that's when he he tried to come in my life to change me. He tried to put me on, like, diet pills and, like, you know. Who, your father or your... My father. From the time I was young till now, like... He was one of the biggest impacts as far as my my body image and stuff like that. Yeah. He made me feel like I was not worthy because of my size. Yeah. Now I'm stronger. <laughs> you know, um, me and my mom are getting closer. I'm able to stand up for myself and and give my my inner child the type of um, love that she needs she needed and she needs now. Uh, yeah my relationship with my mom is a lot better my dad i'm working on it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so take us through that uh moment of coming back right so mm-hmm. you come back and um at some point you know you start going back to the church mm-hmm. um can you just take us through that yeah. experience yeah um 
it was so crazy. Like throughout 2018, the beginning, I was like, wow, like I moved into my own apartment. Like, this is great. Like, you know, everything was working out for me. But then um, I was starting to realize that I didn't know who I was anymore. In September 2018, um, I was just like, I need a break from this relationship. I told my ex that, and I, I, um, I really stood up for myself in that sense. But um, it was hard to completely get away from him, so I decided. I, I talked to my mom, and I was like, "I'm gonna come back home." And at this time, I, I um, started dealing <laughs> edibles, and you know, I started making that kind of stuff. And uh, my mom didn't like that, you know. So I would still go back to my old apartment to do that that stuff. And, you know, I'd be moving back and forth. Like, I was, like, you know, trying to keep my old life, but also, you know, keep my, my new life and that kind of stuff. But um, December 2018, I completely cut off my, my ex um, because he really messed me up <laughs> financially. And, um, and my mom helped me with, like, credit card debt and all of that great stuff. My dad helped me with what he could. And, yeah, I was I was very disobedient. Like, I was very rebellious, <laughs> like, even coming back. Like, I was just like, no one's going to control me. No one's going to take advantage of me anymore. I'm, I'm me, like, you know. And But I was very broken. I was very broken and very sad and lonely. So I used marijuana to numb the pain and numb the abuse that I went through. And I was very greedy also, so I saw an opportunity with that to make money that I even involved a friend of mine. I put myself in in a pla in a, like a very dark place. Like I know that God's mercy was upon me like throughout that time because I shouldn't have made it out of that place like, you know, alive. <laughs> like a lot of people think that marijuana is not a big deal, but it is, you know, it can really impair you. It's a substance and it it changes your your chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So so how did you come back to have a relationship with uh with Jesus? I have a friend who uh, came to Ascend and and, he, and just for our audience cuz they probably don't know what Ascend is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh so what, what can I say? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, I'll, I guess I'll say it. it's a youth and young adults ministry okay. in King of the Nations King Church, the Nations. which is where we're at yeah. um, right okay. now. So you came to Ascend. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I, I came to an Ascend meeting and, um, oh, no, 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 actually, let me come back. <laughs> so my friend, he was coming to the um, young adults ministry Ascend and, um, he was very moved by the Lord. He saw me in a dark place, and he invited me to uh, she, um, the conference that a son was having for young women. And um, I was like very nervous on going because it's my first time ever stepping out of my comfort zone, ever going someplace alone. And I thought he was gonna be there with me, but I realized it was only young women. <laughs> and um, I was like, wow, I don't know anybody here, but um, I saw the vibe and just how different it was. And I was like, this is, this is a place I wanna be, you know? And it's so crazy because I saw my ex that, that evening right after that. And I was just like, yeah, things between us are, you know, they're, they're never going to be the same. Oh. That's when I, I, 
I uh, surrendered like the the things that I did wrong to my ex and stuff like that because I was still thinking about him yeah. and about not being worthy. But um, Jasmine actually prayed for me and um, she, at the conference. Yeah, yeah, at the conference, and it was my first time ever meeting a lot of the young women who were a part of. Um, yeah, talk about that. Like, what what was it like? Because obviously you come from a Catholic background, right? So what was it like coming into this type of environment? It was um, refreshing, honestly. Everyone was so nice, um, asking me for my number, you know, asking, you know, a lot of questions and stuff like that. Um, I still felt a little, uh, like, a lot out of place. Like, I came, everyone was dressed so nicely, and I came in, like, a my... Um, senior class like hoodie bright red because I, I went to Wheaton and some leggings like you know and and I felt so out of place and I was just like man I do not fit in here <laughs> like that's mm. how I felt like you know um, at the time but you know everyone's so kind and saying hi to me saying um, like you know playing games like you know uh, it was just it was so cool to to have that experience and then we had a dinner where we all sat like in a big table all together it was so so awesome and I was like this is nothing like how I grew up like excuse me I um we didn't have events like that at least not that I knew of you know um for for me it was like we would go from one catholic church to and take a field trip to another one Mm. you know and and it was just very much about tradition and um like making friends was just hard yeah Mm -hmm. did did the lord encounter you in in that moment or did it take a little bit more time it took me a little bit more time like i think it was uh when I actually came to an Ascend uh, young adult gathering, that's when um, the sec the in in February 2019. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember um, Carlos was um, preaching the sermon, and and it hit me like it hit me like a ton of bricks, and I was just like, wow, this is this is correlating to everything that I'm going through right now. I didn't go up for prayer, like I was just like sitting by myself and. The thing is, like, the friend who invited me, he was living his own life. He had his his friends here, mm-hmm. and, and so he would go up and talk to them, and I was kind of left alone by myself, and I didn't know, like, you know, anybody, and I didn't know how to initiate a conversation. Like, the anxiety was so, like, uh, big inside of me. Yeah. But Carlos prayed for me, and and that really, like, touched me, and I was like, you— are hitting all the right spots like you are reading me like a book and i i don't know where you're getting this from like right like um the first time i ever really felt like holy spirit was there you know like he he was really touching my heart yeah and that evening i signed up for a life group meeting and i signed up for one in rockville <laughs> but my friend was like no go to katie's and that's like a 40 minute drive from my house mm. but i was like fine i'll go right and i started going and um and and life groups for whoever doesn't know is basically <laughs> at home gatherings yeah, yeah yeah at home gatherings and they're they're amazing. Like, that's where I really started to create a community within the church. And I would come to Ascend gatherings. I'm like, oh, I know that person. I'm going to go up to them. I'm going to say hi. So that's where I really um, 
started to come into a community. But that's when I also started really learning who God was. I I learned about the Holy Trinity, like, you know, about mm. um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, exactly what they do, what they mean, and, and the fruits of the Spirit and all of that kind of stuff. And it was so great and refreshing to actually have... Um, like I wanted to be there on my own time. I wasn't forced to be there mm. like in Sunday school, you know, like, um, so I was actually learning and I was, um, being fed in a way that I didn't know, like I need, I wanted and I needed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now there was a, a, a moment after you came back, uh, that you mentioned that you kind of strayed away. Mm. Um, I believe you mentioned it. We've been talking, so <laughs> I might be wrong. But you did. There was a time that you you strayed away after you came into the church. Can you just talk about that that battle and and what you were going through in that time? Yeah. After Carlos prayed for me in February 2019, and I really like started coming to ascend meetings and life group. I was still, you know, um, partying, doing my stuff, and then. Um, and then December 2019, that's when I started to really realize, I'm like, if I want to really have a relationship with God, I need to let go of like selling, <laughs> selling mm. and, and dealing, you know, edibles and everything that I was doing. And so that like I stopped that and I decided to be a volunteer. But then, you know, in 2020, um, in March, that's when like everything changed for everybody and I uh, started working from home. And, you know, started having meetings from home for volunteering. And it just, it, it wasn't doing what I felt like I wanted it to, to do for me. Like, I was very much still, like, you know, thinking for myself. I wasn't letting God in. So I strayed away and I started to give into smoking again. And um, I, I, I would let that fill me. And I'm like, you know what? I can still have a relationship with God and I can still smoke. It doesn't make me less holy. And so I, I came into a relationship that um, was very much like me. You know, it was just like I wanted to be not lonely and I thought I was strong enough for it. But, um, but I think that influenced me a lot to, to stay away from church just because, um, and then I was asked to not be a volunteer, um, you know, so that also I, I understood. I was like, I'm not doing my part, so I'm I'm going to step away. Um, and and then I, I continued with that relationship and it was nice. You know, I, it, it gave me what I wanted, but it was still lacking a lot of what I needed. And then like I came back to even dealing again because I needed money you know I was like man um, my job isn't doing what it wants what I want it to do it's it was a very minimum wage type job and I was just like I just need extra for myself and like for the things that I want mm. and that's the way I validated that decision but then I realized how greedy I was getting again like I was like okay I'm doing this from a part of greed like I'm doing this because I I need this and I'm like you know, I'm looking for for money. That's that's exactly why. And it wasn't to serve the Lord or nothing like that. Yeah. So I started to have that realization in 2021 um, after, you know, a year of like being away and not having like in-person meetings for Ascend. And then I came to a meeting just like, you know, I was like, man, 
let me go check it out. Like, you know, the, it doesn't hurt to come back, you know. I was just kind of feeling like, what if they ask me questions, this, this or that. Like, you know, just like letting myself like go with whatever my mind was thinking. Um, and and then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to make it out there and I'm going to have a good time. And, you know, it was so it was so great because everyone was like, Emily, where have you been? Like, you know, and they were inviting me with such open arms. And I was like, this is exactly why why Ascendant and King of the Nations is my church, because yeah. they are so, so great. But um, I was delivered that evening um, from from the addiction that marijuana held on me and just the, the greed. And I still didn't stop. Like, I still continued. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. But then I tried to get a job. And, you know, they they need a drug test. So I, I stopped smoking. I tried to trick my way into it, you know, but and it didn't work out, you know. I was like, well, you know what? I have to stop. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is my sign to stop. This is God telling me, like, you know, it's not going to happen unless you really, like, stop. So... So then um, I stopped, and now I'm clean, I want to say, 17 days, so mm. almost three weeks. Um, and it's amazing. It's refreshing. It, I've never felt so full, and, like, I didn't need something to, to, to feel that, like, nervousness or that stress. You know, now I give it to God. But, yeah, like, that. I, I had fallen off and then I came back and and I was like, no, I forgive myself for falling off because it's okay. Even if I delayed my own progress, it's fine because I'm here and God is so gracious and he is so like faithful. Like, let, let me tell you this, um, uh, this Sunday, because I started coming to, to Sunday meetings and Sunday service um, and at first I, you know, when I first came to Ascend, I was so nervous to even come to church on Sunday because that reminded me of that trauma like that I had like with the with my Catholic church and and all of that but so I came back and I started coming you know regularly to service and the word was so good and this Sunday that just passed the 31st um I was thinking about going to see Maverick City you know music on my own like I was like God, I don't know if I if I really should buy the ticket. I don't have the money for it yet. Like, you know, and I don't have anyone to go with. I kept asking my friends and they're like, oh no, you know, I don't want to go mm. or like this or that. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I guess I'll just wait. So Sunday happened. Service was amazing. I was delivered on Friday and, um, and I, I wasn't even going to go to service. Like, I had, an, I had a fight with my ex, and I was just like, man, I'm so sad. I just want to be alone by myself, you know? Yeah. And I prayed about that. I, I, I prayed about that. I was like, God, like, you know what? I decided I was going to go to church. I'm going to go. And I was like, I'm going to be a little bit late, but, <laughs> but I'm going to go. So I came in the middle of, of worship, and, you know, pastor came up to me. Pastor Greg came up to me, and he was just like, you were delivered on Friday. How do you feel? I was like, I feel great feel great and I was just like man I'm so glad I came right and then service the word was amazing and then even after I was talking to people I was just like you know it, it's been so great because I feel like I'm attracting people to me now that you know may have just like not noticed me at first and so um we were about to leave and I was like okay I'm gonna go eat with you guys and um and so we were about to leave, and I met this this girl, Paola. She came from New Jersey to, to come to King of the Nations. It's so crazy. 
But anyways, uh, I was talking to her and conversation flowed so easily. I was like, man, this is so great because I've never felt God so graciously in me, just like creating conversation with other people. It used to be so hard. I used to have to think like, like, what questions did I ask? Da, 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 like, but this was just like, oh, what's your name? How long have you been coming here? How old are you? You know, and then something about the Maverick City uh, concert came up. And she said, oh, we're going to go tonight. And, and you know, that, that was the end of the conversation. So then we went to California Pizza Kitchen. And then uh, out of nowhere, Paula's just like, oh, we have an extra ticket if you want to come with us. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, I was like, what? Like, that's so great. I was like, of course I want to go with you guys. So it just showed me how faithful the Lord was and uh-huh. how gracious he is. Like, I didn't want to come. And I would have completely missed that concert if, if I didn't go. So. Yeah. He just showed me, like, you know, nothing is impossible for him. Like, even if it's something as small as that, I surrendered it to him, and he came through. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where Where are you at right now with everything that has happened? I'm in a place of healing right now. Like, I no longer live in my trauma. You know, for a long time in my my with my ex, like, I lived in a place of trauma, and I was just like, no, you're going to hurt me. You're going to, like, you know, I was just pushing him away. But now... um, I I've forgiven a lot. I'm I'm no longer living in trauma. That's not my identity. I'm not a shy person. I'm not an anxious person. That's not my my identity. My identity is in Christ. I live with love and I I live with fullness. Um I know that God's presence is always with me. And now like I I read the word and it it just it it correlates so so greatly and it helps me see how I how I live my life through him yeah so uh, I mean I would like to say I'm in a place of peace of of full like uh, overwhelming peace like when I I read Ephesians um this week and I I had to take like a little bit of time to like breathe because I felt such peace in me like it was so overwhelming I was like I've never felt this full with peace, this full with knowledge and understanding and clarity that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Well, Emily, for anybody who's uh, watching right now, listening to your testimony, what are some last words that you can offer to them? Um, I would like to say that no matter how many times you may fall or you may think that there's no coming back from the place that you're in god has grace for you god wants you he's there for you like no matter what may come in the way or what attacks may come at you this is exactly where god wants you to be like the place where god wants you to be is with him and he he wants he wants you he 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 wants to heal heal you he wants to love you exactly the way that you've been searching from this world or from people or from things. He wants you, all of you, not just a little bit, but everything. 